Today on Recur Now, we're being decent humans at work. Then we're pouring beer all over the revenue operations scene. Why in the world? Stay tuned. All this and more today on Recur Now. From ProfitWell's Boston HQ, it is Tuesday, February 11th. I'm Abby Sullivan. I'm James Herrick. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. Up first, being a better human at work. This might sound so simple, it feels almost condescending, but it's something we likely all need to improve upon, to focus on, to prioritize. Yeah, so here's the deal. We spend so much of our lives at the office or with our teammates that there's no real option for success other than by simply being a decent human being. And although the next few steps here are from an anonymous source, we're eyeing a tweet that reminds us of the ever-so-important processes to being human in the professional space. Here are some we're digging. Give credit where credit is due. Treat everyone as if they were your family, your friend, or even your partner. And last but not least, don't be an asshole. And my favorites here are practice gratitude and patience. And always remember, you don't know what someone else is going through. You might respect one another like you do a best friend or a spouse, but some teammates aren't as transparent as others and that's okay. But simply put, everyone has their shit. And in more concrete steps, hold a door for someone. Smile. Concentrate on your job and less on what you believe someone else is or isn't doing. Open and honest communication is always the best route when dealing with any issue. And remind yourself, hard work will pay off. So we're grateful for these reminders. Because it's far too easy to go about your day with the people you see day in and day out and take the situation for granted. So instead, challenge yourself. Print these steps out, share them, preach them, be them. If you want some more, we also have an episode of Protect the Hustle during which Patrick interviews former Netflix culture pro Patty McCord that preaches just the same. And of course, we'll link to that in your subscriber newsletter. And let us know what you do or what you hope others would do to make the professional space a more positive place to be. In a similar realm, we've got an episode of Escape Velocity by our good friend Dan Martell on helping leaders get team feedback all in the name of faster growth. In it, Dan interviews Claire Liu, the CEO of Know Your Team and the software that essentially saves managers from becoming bad bosses. And Dan says he loves Claire's story because it, quote, maps out the time-tested steps to growth. Claire had a problem. She hated her boss. She wanted to solve this problem, so she developed a way to provide feedback. So she began helping people one-on-one and scaled it into the SaaS space. The interview covers a ton, from the biggest things most CEOs don't know about their team to what it's like to become a CEO at 24 years old. Here's a quick clip. Who did you need to become to be CEO? (laughs) Oh my God, right? Yeah. I love that question. I don't know if anyone's asked me that question. I love asking that question. In that form. Um... I think I needed to become more myself, which is, and I don't know, it's like if, I feel like if I ever rewatch this back and I'll be like, oh God, that sounded so cheesy, Claire. <laughs> Can you retake that? But I, I guess what, what I mean by that is I, I think, I'll speak for myself. When I was starting out, um, I always felt like um, the way you be successful is you model the patterns for what success for other people have been. That is the surest way to get there. Um, And I think it works for a lot of people, but what I think I've come to realize is if you have a different picture of what that success is, or if you wanna help people in a different way, then what you really just have to stay true to is your own personal 
picture of what that could be. If you're interested in this interview in full, we, as always, will have it linked in your subscriber newsletter. And in case you missed it, just last month, we launched our brand new series, RevOps and Hops. It's a new show where our very own Patrick Campbell and Chargerify's Michael Klett interview B2B SaaS leaders about their trials and tribulations in the world of growth and revenue operations, all while cheersing the freshest hops out there. Our first episode is with Proof's David Rogenmoser, during which the crew discusses the relationship between RevOps and marketing and how it's not just about marketing or sales anymore, it's about helping. More names to come include Robert Cortese of SolarWinds, Armando Biondi of MailUp, and Samir Mutt of Tint. We're bringing RevOps to life, demystifying what it actually is and measuring its success, all while drinking beer and occasionally floating down the San Antonio River. So be sure to check them out at RevOpsAndHops.com and subscribe if you're digging the content, because to some extent, we're really all involved with the RevOps revolution. And that's it for your February 11th subscription news. Up next, a spotlight on Patty McCord, the culture queen. Today's subscription sapien is Patty McCord, a people professional who went from bopping around border towns to the streaming giant Netflix, where she created a sort of Bible for culture that has helped some of the biggest names in the Bay Area. Here is why she thinks traditional culture is broken and why you need a different outlook too. Before her days in the subscription space of Silicon Valley, Patty began her career somewhere that might surprise you. Her first job was in a lumberyard, just out of high school, in an aim at making her dad proud, a figure who served as a defining factor in her becoming an influential, as one of the first real leaders she knew. Let's hear directly from Patty how her father's influence inspired her to reach C-suite level figurehead status. Listen into this clip from the Protect the Hustle episode featuring Patty McCord. You started your career in a lumberyard? Right out of high school. And I lived up in Oregon. I didn't have any work to do one winter, and I didn't want to go home and admit failure. So (laughs) I got a job in a lumber mill. That's cool. And one other thing that I thought was great is you dedicated your book to your dad. Yeah. Um, And I'm going to butcher the statement, but it was one of the first leaders you knew. Mm-hmm. Tell me, do you mind telling me? No, that? my dad was a border patrol guy. He was in the border patrol. Mm-hmm. We moved every two years of our life from one crappy little border town to the other. He was the youngest chief of border, the border patrol in Arizona. I think about him now because mm-hmm. the kids in detention centers would break his heart. He took it seriously. He was a good old boy. Grew up really poor, did this job because he had missed out on the military, so it was closest to it. And he was just speaking of development. He read for, he was the smartest guy with no education. You know, he, he would run circles around me. And he also, he listened. For 14 years, Patty acted as chief talent officer at Netflix, where she established the corporate culture that backed a company with a $160 billion market. So just how did she do this? Take a listen to this clip from the Built on Purpose podcast. It was my job to deeply understand the business of what we were doing and where we were at in the business and what we wanted to accomplish and who we wanted to be, you know, then and when we grew up and, and to kind of work backwards and say, okay, if I'm going to staff this team or I'm going to create a team of people that work together to create and do amazing things, what kind of talent should I have to do that? And so I think that when you start the hiring process with the end in mind, meaning 
what is it, what does the team need to accomplish? What pace are they going to run at? What's the time frame for doing things? What does amazing look like? Um, what, how do you know if the team is charged up? How can you see people working together? And then you can take that and parse it into individual roles and leadership. Then you're much more likely to hire the right person, but you're hiring the person to achieve amazing stuff in a particular role, not to have the right qualifications and years of experience. completely agree with the sentiment. It's about identifying the problem you need to solve and then digging into what drives people, as well as what they really love to do, to successfully determine the right fit. She is seven years removed from Netflix, but has taken her skills to mentoring elsewhere, encouraging the business world to shake things up from accepting the so-called best practices to identifying how we can be better. During her time at Netflix, she presented to the board her report on Netflix culture, freedom, and responsibility, which has since become a guide for other startups and businesses in the form of her book, Powerful. Patty's 124-page culture report has been so influential, author, activist, and Facebook CEO Sheryl Sandberg has referred to it as the most important document ever to come out of Silicon Valley. But how is dumping the traditional culture approach that key to advancing? Here's a clip from Patty McCord's TED Talk, Eight Lessons on Building a Company People Enjoy Working For. We've created so many layers and so many processes and so many guidelines to keep those employees in place that we've ended up with, with systems that treat people like they're children. And they're not. Fully formed adults walk in the door every single day. They have rent payments. They have obligations. They're members of society. They want to create a difference in the world. So if we start with the assumption that everybody comes to work to do an amazing job, you'd be surprised what you get. This mindset switch from an assumption that your team is slacking to an assumption that you're working with people who want to create something amazing will alter your entire outlook on the everyday. Patty is a self-proclaimed cultural anthropologist, defining culture as more than the cliche so many of us view it as now. But she's not just a hands-on hustler. She's seen by startups and corporations as a powerhouse of fresh air, with her no-BS outlook on the corporate world. In our quest for betterment, Patty urges us to toss the employee handbook, think like a coach, give purpose behind perks, and remain transparent for a company rooted in trust. She encourages us to focus on feedback, keep it direct, actionable, and ultimately, treat people like adults. Listen in again, to a clip from Patty's TED Talk. Here's what I found. Humans can hear anything if it's true. So let's rethink the word feedback and think about it as telling people the truth, the honest truth about what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong in the moment when they're doing it. That good thing you just did, ooh, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Go do that again. And people will do that again today, three more times. If you enjoyed this snippet into the subscription Sapien, share this and make sure you're subscribed to Recur Now to receive them straight to your inbox. And finally, our official teaser for, you guessed it, RevOps and Hops. We're breaking down RevOps with some of the biggest names in SaaS. Every week, Patrick Campbell and Michael Klett unravel the mysteries of RevOps. I spent all my time thinking about revenue operations. While also enjoying some of the best and freshest hops around. All of this and more on Chargeify and ProfitWell's RevOps and Hops.
And that's it for your February 11th episode of Recur Now. Catch you back here tomorrow with more. This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it at profitwell.com slash recur. <laughs>